One half down, one half to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU taking control of the 24-point second quarter and leading New Mexico State by a score of 31-7. to The 24 points the second quarter, uh, the most in any quarter against an FBS opponent since uh, BYU scored 24 against Houston in the first quarter back in 2013. So it's been uh, five years since BYU had that kind of second quarter. And it came after such a uh, such a lackluster uh, first 15 minutes. Uh, Jason Shepard's up here with me until uh, Mark Lyons gets back upstairs and Mitch Jurgens may also be down on field level. Maybe we could get uh, Mitch, if you're down at field level, you can uh, check in with us. You still there, Mitch? I don't hear Mitchell Jurgens yet. Jason Shepard, the uh, f- second 15 minutes followed a rather lackluster first 15. BYU really turned it on. The yardage went from 42 in the first quarter to 227 in the second quarter alone. Yeah, and the those two turnovers, it just changed everything. And you know how big a turnover can be. And it, it both of them came at the perfect time for BYU to jumpstart the slow, the slow offense. The defense came up. The offense got into a really nice rhythm and took over from that point on. It was... It was really nice to see 24 points in that second quarter. There are a lot of reasons it appears that BYU will win the game and go to 6-5 and five on the year. But uh, one of the factors that's been pretty consistent for BYU this season and really over a number of years is average starting field position. And you just don't lose when you've got a number that BYU has tonight. BYU's average starting field position just in the first half was plus 22 yards. BYU's average starting field position was its own 40-yard line. And New Mexico State's average was its own 18. The Aggies started uh, drives at their own uh, 12-yard line, at their own... Thir- uh, uh, sorry, they started drives at their own 8-yard line, their own 15-yard line, their own 13, 5, 8, 12, among drives to start deep in their own territory. And so a BYU with that average starting field position edge, unlikely to lose a game like this. And, of course, there are many other reasons, not the least of which is the fact that BYU leads it by 24, 31-7. Among the the folks uh, down on the field uh, at halftime to help honor Mark Lyons were his, uh, I guess you call him grandson-in-law, Mitch Matthews. So uh, we had Mitch down there to another Mitch, Mitchell Juergens. Mitch, uh, your thoughts on the first 30 minutes of play? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we saw another one of those slow starts, but... Man, I mean, 31 points in, in one half after a slow start. Um, I mean, this, this BYU team has really figured things out. Uh, you know, we saw it last week. It's uh, the offense is carrying over their momentum. Um, and they're just, they're just looking really strong. The, the offensive line has done a great job. We're, we're seeing a, a ton of yards per carry but for the running backs. And, and I only expect that to be kept up in the second half. And so, I yeah, very impressed. And uh, I'd love to see some guys that maybe we don't necessarily see play too much to get some playing time here in the second half. I mentioned Mitch Matthews being down on the field, helping to honor his uh, grandfather-in-law, Mark Lyons. And uh, you and Mitch spent some time together as players here at BYU. Yeah, we did. Uh, I, you know, I love Mitch. Uh, today, we actually played in a little turkey bowl uh, together um, at Rice Eccles Stadium. We were in enemy territory. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I love Mitch. He's, you know, such a great guy. Um, I loved playing with him. He's such a good athlete. Um, and, yeah, I just really enjoyed my time when he was on the team. And speaking of former Cougars, we see that uh, Fred Warner was down on the sideline tonight as well. Yes, he is. Uh, what an impact he's had with the 49ers. You know, the leading tackler as a rookie for that uh, for that organization. And, I mean, he's got such a bright future. And uh, he's just one of those guys that when he came here at BYU, he's just, uh, you know, on top of a great player, just has great character and you wish him, you know, the most of success. Thank you, Mitchell Jurgens. We're underway here in half number two. Dylan Brown kicking inside the five. Matt Hadley picking it up off the ground and getting it out near the 20-yard line. The Niners on a bye this week, so Fred Warner in town checking out his former team and his younger brother, Troy. So New Mexico State will have first and ten. Zach Wilson hasn't thrown for a touchdown tonight, but hasn't thrown for an INT either. He's now gone 69 consecutive pass attempts without an interception. First and 10 Cougs, they spot at 19-yard line. So the Cougars own 19. Mark Lyons making his way back up from field level where he was honored at halftime. Hope you heard that and enjoyed that on the radio with us. New Mexico State bringing five, and that fifth got to Zach Wilson. Unblocked, on-rushing defender. Dropped Zach Wilson back at the 13-yard line. Loss of six to second down and 16. Terrell Hanks with his first sack of the season. Yeah, that one had to be just a miscommunication by the offensive line because he, he did. He came and ran free and got a you know free shot on Zach. Go to second and 16 for BYU now back at the Cougar 13-yard line. Shotgun split backs. Zach will take a straight back drop and throw complete. Oh, seeing eye as it gets to Matt Bushman when it looked like it might have been picked off. It ends up being a 16-yard completion to Matt to move the chains for BYU. Great throw by Zach and a nice throw by Matt. Good focus and concentration on both ends to make it first and ten kooks. 50 seconds into half number two. Katoa and Burt are the split backs. They go shotgun split backs. I don't think we saw that at all in the first half, and we're seeing it here early in half number two. Twins to the left, single wide right, short side for Wilson. Holds it out for Riley Burt. Burt sweeping it right. Now cutting it back upfield and has a nice gain of five on first and ten. And Riley Burt's touched the ball. Good things have happened. Four carries for 32 in the first half, and now give him five for probably 37, or 36 at least. See where they spot that. Yeah, I'm sure with Riley Burt as well. You know, he's a, he's a junior. There's two senior running backs in Squally and Matt Hadley. I'm sure we'll only see an increased role from him as as this season progresses, but also next year. Mitchell Jurgens displaying his versatility as the color guy from the field here <laughs> early in half number two. Zach Wilson stepping up and firing behind Micah Simon. It'll go to second down, make it third down and six from the BYU 33-yard line. We've asked Mark Lines to once again, out of breath, rejoin the broadcast. Hey, man, Greg. I, <laughs> that was pretty overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! They had clips of they found inter, they found clips. We got where stuff I threw of you. a completion. Yeah, there's stuff of you. Yeah, I including, know, including that, you. Yeah, yeah they had throwing to a completion. Dig pretty deep. <laughs> we did our best for a touchdown, but we took a completion. <laughs> Wilson throws far flat, high and incomplete. Too high for Lopini Katoa. Third and six. That's unfortunate. Oh, BYU yeah. will have to punt away. Looked like he had open field in front of him. Yeah, he had his guy, and Zach just uh, sailed it. So. But one of the things that I think the offense really wanted tonight was consistency, and they had those three drives in a row where they got touchdowns. That's kind of what they were looking for, but uh, they come out down the second half. Uh, that, that's not what you're looking for is to have plays available and not make them. 
So a punt away from Red Almond. Navion Mitchell, along with O.J. Clark, back to let it roll and out yeah, inside the, the New Mexico State 20-yard line. So long field again facing New Mexico State. Tanner Mangum's out there on the sideline with his helmet on. And I think we'll see him at some point tonight. I would think it's only natural you play Tanner on this senior night and the game will be in hand, it would appear. Yeah, I think Have some so. work to do still, but up 31-7, to you want to you want to give Tanner probably the fourth quarter if you can, if not more. Yeah, and he's not going to hurt you, you know, so I think that uh, that's certainly a fitting thing to do on this night. 17-yard line of the Aggies. Another deep-in-their-own-territory start. Empty for Josh Atkins. Belly-high snap. Throws it low, far side, and skipped to the receiver incomplete. Tried to get it to Royce Caldwell. You know, it wasn't very cold out there, Greg. Uh, I think that uh, some of the most difficult times to play are in these late-night games when you go in at half and then you come out and it's really chilly and all of a sudden, you know, your body's cooled off from, or warmed up from inside and then it comes out and you're, you're all cold. So it's not going to be much of a problem tonight. Huntley vacates from right hip of Atkins. Sione Taki-Taki getting in with no help there from Huntley. Atkins was a sitting duck for Sione, and Sione drops him for a loss. Good man-to-man coverage downfield. Uh, there was a three-man route. They kept one guy in to protect, but uh, BYU covered very well downfield. Loss of four. Third down and 14 at the Aggie 13-yard line. 12.36 to go in the third quarter. BYU's up 31-7. to Looking to get bowl eligible tonight. Atkins gun. Huntley moves the slot left. Empty for Atkins. Pulls it off his knees. Fires far side under some pressure. It's complete. It is complete. Wow. Wow. Third and 14 gain of 16 to the far side by Drew Dan. So third and long, and the Aggies convert. BYU's defense stays on the field. Boy, D'Angelo Mandel was, was right in coverage. I mean, he's got his hand coming across the middle of the body. That was such a good play for that receiver to make that catch. Up to the 28-yard line. Christian Gibson, now the back to the left of Atkins. A motion receiver to Twins right. Atkins looks right, fires right to the motioning receiver Clark. Clark makes the catch and stays inside the near sideline and all the way out to near midfield to the 47-yard line. 19-yard gain, Atkins to Clark. A solid hit by uh, Kafusi at the end of that play, uh, put him down, but uh, he was having fun. I'm talking about that receiver. He was having fun as he uh, was able to sidestep a couple of defenders and make a big play. Trips left, twins right, empty for Adkins. Back in the gun, he's been there all night. Chest high snap, holds it at his chest, throws down the seam. It's caught. What a grab there by Christian Gibson to move it inside BYU's 30-yard line. So that so BYU playing zone, and the ball's in the air, and the defender goes right to the receiver, times it exactly at the same time that re- the receiver's hands touch the ball, but he still hangs on to it on a solid hit by Shelton. Cougars platooning defensively. First and 10, Aggies at the BYU 28. Down the near sideline. Intended for Caleb Mills, incomplete, as that ball dropped near the right pylon at the goal line. Now Second down to 10, Ags. Mark. That's great coverage. Shelton takes his back numbers and gets them pretty much on the chest of the receiver. And he's able then to maintain that position. The receiver can't get by him, even though he's faster, and that allows Shelton to hold him up enough that he can't get to the football. 
Shotgun snap, Atkins. Well done on a completion to the 15-yard line on the out to O.J. Clark. Makes the catch and sets the Aggies up in the BYU red zone, in their red zone, inside the BYU 20 at the 15-yard line. Well, now, for as many poor throws as uh, Atkins has made, that's really a good throw. Boy, he uh, just gets it by two defenders. The receiver makes a good catch. Trips left and single wide right for Adkins. Receives a shotgun snap. Pivots to his right. Throws to his left. High and incomplete at the boundary. It's first and ten to second and ten. And looking for Caldwell at the far sideline. BYU 31. New Mexico State 7 are a score. 10-39 to go in the third quarter. When they just go to this all-out pass game, uh, you know, they don't worry too much about an incompletion because many of their throws are downfield and every completion they make is going to end up giving them back that first down. Tight end left, trips right. They motion to two receiving options left, and that's where Atkins looks initially. Oh, he's just run up on a dropped. Lorenzo Fawatea with the sack of Atkins. It'll set up third down and long. Fawatea with his first sack of the season. Boy, Atkins uh, takes it back to throw, pulls it back down, and uh, Falatea just rolls him over, man alive. That's, that was a powerful sack. Three sacks for BYU, setting up third down and 17 at the Cougar 22-yard line. Empty for Atkins. Wide side as three, as three of three receivers. He looks that way and throws incomplete. The cutting receiver fell down yeah. as he wanted to go to the sideline. So it'll go to fourth and 17. And the field goal unit is on to make it 31-10 to 10 with a 39-yard field goal try. Uh, uh, Mitch, you mentioned that the field was slippery. Is the grass awfully short also? Yeah, it's, you know, the, the, it's a slippery surface combined with, you know, pretty short grass. So, I mean, you can tell that the players just aren't getting enough traction with their cleats and, and you know, causing them to slip and fall quite frequently in this game. 40-yard field goal try officially for Brown. The left footer again hits it fat. Not going to get there. 0 for 2, and neither one was hit well. I don't know how he hit from 49. <laughs> So timeout on the field. Score stays 31-7 on the field goal miss. And BYU's opponents have now hit only 5 of 16 field goal tries this year. 9.50 to go in the third. Cooks 31, Aggie 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, fans, we all agree that nobody likes spiders, ants, mice, or frankly any other pests. Well, Edge gets rid of all that. They create a clean, safe, and pest-free environment for you and your family. 9.50 to go in the third. BYU 31, New Mexico State 7. Greg Rubel with Mark Lyons. Mark honored at halftime with many friends and family members out there. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Well, I tell you, had a lot of people out there, and uh, it uh, it was pretty moving. Thanks a lot. BYU, Casey, Toffer, uh, who else had something to do with that? You did. Greg did. Brett Pine probably. Kenny. Yeah, wow. Well, we love you. Zach Wilson, shotgun. Hand off to Riley Burt. Should be a big half for Riley. Riley again. He's averaging about eight yards a carry right now. Eight yards a touch. Six carries. Maybe 43, 44 yards right now. 
Gets it out to the 30-yard line. Second and two. Run of eight for Riley. Mark, this should be a big half for him, right? Just, I just think work so. him. Yeah, just, yeah, let him. It ain't heavy. Let him carry the ball. Yeah, they did a nice opening right there in the middle of the field. Doubles left, doubles right. Pull away from Riley. Zach throws. Complete to Neil Pau at the 43-yard line. 13-yard gain on second and two. Cougars move the chains. See if Zach Wills can get that uh, pass completion rate up a little bit. Now 11 for 24 for a buck 35. No touchdowns, but no picks. He's now 70-plus pass attempts without one. 11 for 24 for 149 now. Shotgun, you hear the clap of the hands. The handoff to Burt. Burt, man, just rocked a dude at the 45-yard line. Guy came to hit him, and he got hit. That was Ferguson he bowled over. Javon right Ferguson, the nation's leading tackler, had lined up Riley Burt, and Burt, Burt sent him back. Four-yard gain for Riley. Second down and six at the BYU 47. Those rushing yards piling up for BYU now, number 160. Clap of the hands by Zach. Toss left, Riley. Riley's got a blocker in front of him. And near the line to gain on second down and six coming near sideline. Did he get there? It looks like he may have at the far side. Will he move the chains or say he's a yard short? Uh, uh, they're leaving him short. Just short. So third and one for BYU. Riley Burt's going to check out. Lopini Katoa back in. Lopini, BYU's leading rusher. Yeah. Nine for 71. Probably score on this play. And BYU's got three rushes at 50-plus right now. Zach in the gun. Give Lopini. Lopini just needed one, and he got there. One and a half. So first down, new set of downs for BYU. Third quarter. Has 7.58 remaining. They'll run the clock here, and now it's running once they've set the chains. 46-yard line of New Mexico State. BYU with a win will be bowl eligible. And we believe that bowl eligible will mean bowl participant this year. It'll be at least... Six and six, and possibly seven and five going into the postseason. You're saying there's a chance, huh, Greg? I am. By the good graces of ESPN, we, we think so. Blitzing is New Mexico State. Running away from it is Zach Wilson. Looking downfield and throwing near side. Holker wide open near side. 40, 30, 25, inside the 25. BYU. Zach Wilson scrambling and finding Dallin Holker. That's a heady play, Mark. Yeah, that was a great play. You know, he did a, first of all, he gets away from everybody and uh, gets to an open field, thinks about running, but usually your panic in that situation, he sees Holker on the sideline and then throws him a pass right in the numbers where he's going to be able to catch it and make a good run. Nice play by Wilson. That's a Utah Community Credit Union smart decision brought to you by UCCU, helping, make, helping people make smart financial decisions every day. First and 10, BYU at the 23-yard line of the Aggies. The give. To Burt. Burt starts in, busts out, gets inside the 20. Nifty little gain of five or six for Riley Burt. More about UCCU. You can lock in a low fixed rate on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com, bringing us the UCCU smart decision. Boy, Riley Burt is so close to breaking those. He's just one step away, and that time it was a little trip on his own. But uh, if he was able to uh, keep his feet, he would have been able to sprint for the pylon. BYU 4 for 4 in the red zone, and here they are again. Inside the 20 at the 19-yard line. Ball between the hashes. The give to Riley. Riley middle. Still finds a way to get rid of that first tackler. And on second down and 6, give him 5 and almost 6. So BYU again maybe third and very short here to keep the uh, chains moving. Strong run again, yeah. Good solid run. 
And, you know, you look at him and you go, man, he's already going to be a senior next year. I feel like we barely got to see him, and all of a sudden his career's over. Yeah, I know. The, you know, the concern last year was there was some odd thing related to his vision, and uh, if he couldn't take a hit or it would cause him problems, and that turned out to be, you know, wrong. And so uh, here he is again getting a chance to play at the end of the season. 14-yard line, third and one for BYU. Tight formation now. The wide receiver's acting as wingbacks left and right. Lopini Katoa. Here's the tailback. Hand off Lopini. He's got the first down. He's got the touchdown. Lopini Katoa up the middle he goes for 14 yards. Another score. Katoa with the hat trick tonight. Three for Lopini. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Lopini is so quick, though, to the line. Uh, he's able to get in there in a hurry. So when those offensive linemen block, if your back is so quick to get into the line, the defender doesn't have a chance to get off of that offensive lineman hitting him. And so if the back is slow, that defender can get rid of that blocker enough to make the tackle, and that's where it was so effective for Katoa. He gets there so quick and in the end zone. This to make it 38-7. to And this to give Skylar Southam a fifth of five PAT tries. It's up and it's good. Timeout on the field, 38-7. Southam's good on the PAT. 14-yard touchdown rush from Katoa, capping a 78-yard drive. Nine plays, 4-13 off the clock. It's all BYU. Cougars 38, Aggie 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Number 8, Washington State rolling at home over Arizona. 55-21, Cougars leading the Wildcats, and there's still 12 minutes to go in the third quarter. Let's get you back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Shep, thank you. Mark Lyons, you were telling me earlier today that... uh, Nick Fitzgerald from Mississippi yeah. State completed nine passes today, and four were for touchdowns? Nine for 14. He was under 150 yards, uh, and there were four touchdowns in those nine. So uh, the point that I was impressed with is that you don't have to throw a whole lot in order to get some value out of your pass game. So in terms of value out of the run game, I'm going to submit this to you. Lopini Katoa, of his last four rushes, Three have been touchdowns of 15, 13, and 14 14 yards. yards. He's the consummate closer. Yeah, you get him inside 15 yards, that's a home run. (laughs) So Lopini with three touchdown runs, and again, three of his last four carries have been for touchdowns. BYU's up 38-7. And cruising toward bowl eligibility here on this chilly November night here at Lavelle Everett Stadium. Andrew Mickelson kicking off. We got into this one. That'll be a touchback. So, Aggies out to the 25, and BYU scored mark 38 straight. Last week at UMass, 35 in a row before the uh, Minutemen scored late, and here tonight, 38 in a row after BYU goes down early. Isn't that something? That's just interesting how similar those situations are. And UMass got to the point where they just weren't able to do anything, especially in the second half, and uh, so we'll see if uh, New Mexico State can put anything together now. Christian Gibson is the running back to the right hip of Josh Atkins. has gone all the way, and he's in the shotgun. Hands off to Gibson. Gibson navigates left, and Rhett Sandlin helps to throw him back. No gain on the play. Loss of a few inches, I think, with 5.25 to go in the third quarter. BYU up 38-7. to So the Cougars will get their sixth win, which puts them in the postseason mix after having a 12-year bowl streak ended last year. They'll get back in that postseason equation. All the need is for the right openings to open up and ESPN to work their magic and yeah. send somebody or send BYU somewhere in mid to late December. We think that would happen, but we can't say for sure it will until it's a done deal. Trips left, send. Twins to the right. 
empty for Adkins on second and ten at the Aggie 25. A two-step drop, a fire to the right, and incomplete. Got to the hands of Christian Gibson, but not secured as his numerical opposite Tanner Jacobson helped defend on that play. Yeah, the game starts to get away from you, and you just lose your focus and concentration. And Man, as I watch that replay, he just really misjudged the football. It was right there for him. He didn't reach for it. 7 of 16 of the Aggies on third down. Third down and 10 from the New Mexico State 25. A three-step for Atkins. Guns it downfield, and they did it again. Third down completion. They had some third and longs that they completed today with O.J. Clark hauling in that one for 15 yards out to the 42-yard line. Give him 17 on the completion. All the video I've watched, is it's exactly the same. They run those vertical routes right down the hash mark, and that quarterback just rifles it to them, and they, they make big plays. But I guess they make too many plays where they don't do those good things. <laughs> Adkins pressured from the right and from the middle. Scrambles ahead, slides, and takes a little bit of a yeah. latish hit, but no flags know, there as he no. slid. So, and of course they mark him two yards back of where he ended, so they'll mark it back at the uh, 41-yard line. College football, once that quarterback gives himself up on the slide, you're not allowed to hit him, and I, I was surprised on that one that uh, two guys still were able to hit him when he definitely had committed the slide. So from the 42, the spot, no gain, second and 10, Aggies. Ball between the hashes. They go left to right as we see it, and you hear it here in the third. The right-hander, Adkins. Been really busy tonight. Not a lot of rushing and all kinds of throwing. They've thrown it 43 times. They've yeah. run it 21, including sacks. BYU coming with mostly a four-man rush now in every down. Uh, in the first half, it was mostly three-man rush. So now they're uh, coming quite a bit more often with a four-man rush. Hey, there's uh, Butch Pau out there at uh, the linebacker spot. Goes to third down and ten on the incompletion to Muse. Atkins on third and ten. They've been good on these third downs. Eight for 17 on the night. All kinds of pressure in on Atkins. This one's incomplete as he threw a deep down and in between the hashes intended for Caleb Mills. It drops incomplete, and New Mexico State will punt it away. Yeah, that's that open area that BYU so frequently allows, that uh, middle of the field, uh, down about uh, 12 to 15 yards, but the pass was certainly not on target. Tonight's official attendance, 47,505. A brisk night for football. Punting away is Peyton Theisler. Dylan Colley again will be reprising his return role. Theisler. End over ender to the right. I think it hit Vickers, and that's going to be New Mexico State recovery. It hit an unsuspecting Jalen Vickers, and New Mexico State recovers the punt. So Aggies football, the offense back out on the field at the 30-yard line of BYU. The punt was bad enough. on the field as the ball was touched by a member of the receiving team and recovered by a member of the kicking team. First down, New Mexico So Aggies catch a break that will likely be inconsequential in the end, but uh, Vickers running down has had it hit him as that was a low end over ender that never really got in the air. And so the uh, inability to see where the ball was bit BYU on that play. I think that punter was aiming at it. <laughs> 
Atkins releases underneath. And a six-yard completion to Anthony Muse. So in their pass attack, I mean, it's almost every down. They've got those two guys going deep and those two guys crossing across the middle. And so if you identify which guys are doing which, you kind of get an idea where you need to cover. Muse got dinged on the play. He rolled an ankle on that reception. Second down and three on the catch by three. A catch by seven for Muse. Keeper by Atkins, and Atkins slides after getting a first down. Second and three, got about eight, and slides out of the 15-yard line of BYU. Nice play by Atkins as BYU is so committed to uh, that first runner. Mostly concerned about the pass, not concerned about the quarterback. Right-hander guns it to the end zone. Well incomplete. Gonwoloku on coverage of Jonathan Boone. It'll be second and ten for the BYU 15. Yeah, one thing we've seen a lot more of uh, from the defense is uh, they've, they've brought Sione Takitaki off the edge quite a bit. Uh, he's such a good pass rusher coming off the edge because he's so quick and he's got violent hands. Um, and, and he's been able to put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, which I've, I've really liked seeing. Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jurgens down at field level. They're empty. For quarterback Josh Atkins on second and ten. And he goes for the back left pylon and well beyond the receiver in the neighborhood, Jason Huntley. Third down and ten, Ags at the BYU 15. Yeah. 2.33 to go in the third. Way too early on that throw. Uh, BYU's defender actually fell down on the cut. So uh, Huntley had no defender on him, and uh, the quarterback had thrown the ball so early there was no chance for him to make a play. Aggies 2 of 6 on 3rd down and 10. That 18 and now 19 3rd down attempts overall. I guess this is 4 down territory. And again, timing pattern for the end zone. Elevating and incomplete as Caleb Mills launched himself to haul it in at the far sideline. He couldn't do so. It ends up popping loose. It'll go to 4th down and 10 at the BYU 15. Yeah, bring the bring field goal it. team in. Bringing him on again now. And it's the same kicker. He was kicking himself on the sidelines, and so maybe that's kind of improved his timing, and he'll be able to swing this ball a little better. He's missed two field goals at 40 or in tonight, and neither one has had the leg even get to the crossbar. This will be a 33-yarder right between the hashes. High snap. A little more leg to it this time, and it's through for three. Aggies make it 38-10. Timeout on the field. 2.22 to go in the third. BYU 38, New Mexico State 10 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 33-yard field goal, capping a 15-yard drive. 108 off the clock, six plays to get there. 2.22 to go in the third, 38-10. The field goal by the Aggies makes it a 28-point game. It ends a 38-0 run by BYU, on which the Cougars went after falling down by a score of a 7-0 in this game. BYU football brought to you in part by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's largest top-rated local law firm. They can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Aggies will kick it away, left to right, north to south here at the stadium. Among the folks out there to greet you at uh, halftime, Mark, were your grandson-in-law, Mitch Matthews, former yeah, BYU wide receiver. Yeah, he was, and uh, it was fun to see him out there. He's big, isn't he? I mean, he's big. <laughs> Tall drink of water. 
Yeah, and my son, though, uh, Aaron, he's pretty close to that same size. Had a good group of people, though. It was pretty fun. So if Mitch was here, I presume Maddie was here, too. She is, yeah. She was having a surgery, actually, on Friday. Oh. Her foot. Former soccer star here at BYU, Maddie Lyons-Matthews. As the kickoff return by Matt Hadley takes it out to the 28-yard line. 2.15 to go, and I guess the question is, how long will this be Zach Wilson's game? Yeah, I think the fans would actually love to see Tanner get in here on senior night. I, th- I, think uh, when I, they, I, I would think, sorry, Mitch. Yeah, go ahead. when they announced uh, him as a, you know, recognizing him as a senior, the stadium got uh, very, very loud, yeah. and they, they loved it. Nice ovation for Tanner. Zach Wilson still in. Lopini Katoa to his right. A sprint right for Zach and a keep to the far boundary and he gets ridden down hard into the BYU team area. Don't want to see your QB take that kind of hit too frequently. Yeah, you don't want uh, Tanner to come in because you yeah. lose your quarterback from some kind of problem on the sideline. 31-yard line on the two-yard gain by Wilson. A designed run to the far side of the field as BYU goes right to left here in the third quarter from our vantage point. High above the field here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Final time will be in this building this calendar year. New Mexico showing from the edge, bringing from the edge. BYU goes middle, away from the edges, with Lopini Katoa picking up its couple. So maybe a yard is all in that game. Third down and six or seven coming up for BYU with 144 to go. I would like to see, if, if possible, Tanner Mangum get the fourth quarter tonight. 28-point lead. It's comfortable. Seven of 13, BYU on third downs. Like you said, Mark, I mean, Tanner can still do everything you want to do yeah, with this offense. Right. Yeah, There's no it's reason. not anything that, that you'd be worried about. You're not going to hurt you for sure. And uh, and that gives him a chance to, you know, play a little bit, have some fun on the senior night. Zach on the slant, incomplete. Looked like the receiver had yeah, it. Yeah, well, it looked like the guy was on his back, too. Holker was the intended receiver. Drops incomplete. BYU punts it away here, leading at 38-10. to 10. Herring so 116 to go in the third. Herring was in as a lineman that time, so they are making a couple changes in the offensive line. But Chandon Herring, number 77. Yeah. We've already seen in this game Longson in at left guard for Sali Aponga, and that was a first-half decision. Rhett Almond awaits the long snap of Mitch Harris, and will punt away to Navion Mitchell and O.J. Clark. Mitchell to the far side, Clark to the near. 76 seconds left here in the third quarter. Mm. High and very, very short. And a New Mexico State bounce back toward the 45. So 43-yard line the spot. We'll take a break. 105 to go in the third. BYU 38, New Mexico State 10 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Seven-yard gain for New Mexico State on first down and 10 to midfield. Second and three Aggies with 40 seconds to go till halftime. They're going left to right. And Grit Gibson joins Atkins in the backfield. Atkins gives to Gibson, who runs right. And on the veer on second and three, maybe got there. That pile kept pushing and pushing, and I think I moved the chains on that. So three-yard gain. Clock will stop at 32 seconds here in the third. It's getting late after 11 o'clock here in the Mountain Time Zone. It already was late when the game began. (laughs) Getting late. 47 of BYU, ball between the hash marks. Empty backfield for Atkins. Oh, he tried to throw. The ball slipped out of his hand. 
He jumps on it, falls on it, loss on the play. <laughs> and that'll be the final play of the third quarter. So after three, it is BYU leading New Mexico State 38-10. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.